Uh, welcome to the You and Me Show, our life's journey. I am one of your hosts, Bishop, with the lovely Mary. Back at it again. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello. I would say good morning, good afternoon, good evening to our audience whenever you are tuning into this. Yes. Uh, thank you for checking us out and downloading and subscribing or whatever you do to yes. listen to us. Hey guys, welcome back to my YouTube channel. Also, by the way. Oh yes, we're, yes. We're pointing behind the scenes. I was like, oh, he didn't stop me this time. Did he forget? No, no. I was just trying to see if you were going to do it yourself because you didn't do it last time, although we recorded it. Oh really? Time. Yes. Okay. Well, that's awkward. Yes, there was that no is, mention nice. of it at all. That is nice taco in taco. No reference. Oh, and hey, happy day, happy day. How are you? I'm pretty good. Pretty You're decent. Pretty right? high, decent. High spirits today. Okay, high energy. Yeah. And, uh, stuff flowing around. Flowing around. So stuff just floating in the air. Okay. Today, like um, pollen, just, like flowing uh, pollen. pollen. You oh. know. Pollen, I guess, is kind of relevant considering that my final essay for this diploma that I'm getting at school. A diploma? Yes, this diploma that I'm um, trying to get at school. My final essay for one of the classes that is required okay. to get this diploma is going to be. This is new. I'm not familiar oh, with what you're talking about. It is going to be about bees. Bees. And saving the bees. The honeybee. Saving the bees. That was a movie. Oh, gosh. Are you trying to save the bee? Yes, oh. I'm trying to save the bees. I'm so. writing an essay about whether or not we should save the bees. Have you seen the movie, no. Bee? You need to watch that. The bee movie? Yeah, it's oh, an anime God, movie called I know. Bee. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I know but, uh, what's his it. name? Uh, Seinfeld God, is the voice. It's good. I mean, it's about I saving mean, bees. I, I, I know. I, I, it's just... It'll give you a good perspective <laughs> on whether or not to save the bee. But they were actually trying to save the honey. It wasn't really about the bee. Okay, well. But you definitely need to save the bee. Without the bees, there will be no pollination. And no flowers. No and, flowers. And no food, trees, actually. Food. Oh. It's the whole cycle. Um, so when we stop seeing the honeybee, we need to worry. I definitely have seen a decline in bees. <laughs> You've seen quite a few bees? I've seen, like, a decline. Like, there's definitely not as many bees as there were during when I was, like, younger hmm. uh is it that you haven't taken notice or they're just not around uh i'm not sure a part of me just feels like there's just not as many as there were like i remember i mean maybe i don't even know i can't even be like oh it's because i'm not like, outside as much but no <laughs> like there just aren't as many bees like i remember in the summertime i used to walk out to like in the front of my house and there'd be like a wasp bumblebee one of the fat ones the carpenter bees and maybe okay. like a honeybee and then there was just a lot of bees you know uh and now this summer when i used to walk out of my house they're nothing and i'd be i mean like i'm always cautious because i don't want to get stung and i also just don't like wasp um mm, i think it i mean i'm just looking at it as i'm I pulling it up um if i had it. to make an assessment the reason why you don't see as many bees is um, the area has changed. Because oh, they say really? honeybees thrive in uh, domesticated environments. They prefer to live in gardens, woodlands, orchards, and meadows. 
during your early days there were a lot of woodlands around where you are yeah there are no they're more. not they're gone. they're gone all the trees are being cut down oh my so, so it's forcing them to changing. yeah because the ecosystem is changing it's causing them to move um to different areas so that very well could be an issue but I mean, I don't know if they've done research to see if the decline in the honeybee's population has started to take a dip or if it's just normal. Who yeah. knows? Just because sure. you don't see them. I've seen more carpenter bees this season, well, this past year, than I would say honeybees. Yeah. The ones who are going around seen more of those are, okay are wasps even a type of bee like wasps are what are they because they're definitely if you look at a not, if you look I at don't bees think they're actually i don't even think they're in the same family. no i don't think they're in the same same family because when i see when i when i was looking at the bee species online for my research project <sighs> definitely bees have a certain like i don't know what do i say anatomy you know they don't really have bones but a certain you know I mean, yeah, they look different. They look a certain way, but uh, all of them have a similar way that they that they look. And wasps just do not fit into that at all. This is one of those things. What do they do? <laughs> I don't know what wasps do. I think they just terrorize us. So they, they terrorize because they, they yeah. don't look like they have a purpose. They all have terrifying little legs with yeah. their wings. Uh, let's see the difference between a honeybee and a wasp. Uh, they look like they are shiny and have a smooth body surface. Bees, on the other hand, are plumper than wasps. Yeah. <laughs> Bees also have hairier, um, they're hairier and um, their back legs are flatter. Uh, bees have the pollen baskets with their uh legs um what are the differences oh actually are wasps and honeybees are both members of the something order <laughs> something order looks like hymenopteria oh okay I'll probably tore that up yeah but, you know it's an insect yes uh yeah so, main difference, honeybees have hair, wasps don't. Yeah, I can see how that, <laughs> that works. Anyways, Washer have this epiphany. Yeah, skinny legends. And, you know, bees got a little bit of curve to them. Mm -hmm. Something that dawned upon me was how terrifying bees are, but they're really cute at the same time. If you look up a close-up image of a bee, like, they're kind of cute. Bees are kind of bees are kind of cute, but also they're terrifying at the same time because they okay. are insects and they are very um, you know, I don't know. I just think oh. kind of cute. Wasps are killers. That's their role. So we're not exaggerating. No. <laughs> what do they? Their kill? vital role, social. Wasps are predators and are such they play a vital eco not ecological role. They control the number number of potential pests like green flies, green flies, and many caterpillars. Wow, without wasps, 
<laughs> the world <laughs> would be very much larger of insect pests uh, on crops and gardens. Are wow. you actually serious? Wasps are literally so there. So wasps create a balance. Yeah. Hmm. They're literally there to kill off. They don't pollinate. They just control population. Yep. The population wasps control. Were, yep. Wow. wow. <laughs> I, I, I thought I was just mm. joking. That's kind of weird. I wow. Really thought I was so joking. with that being said, if the creator created species control population is it not um why is it so hard to fathom that people control population i think it's just more an ethical like way that you look that you look at things when you look at an insect like or an animal i guess people you can't really be human i guess the population control to some people is so dehumanizing, but I mean, I don't, I don't really have a problem with it. That's you don't bad. have a problem with population That's, control. Not like in a, to an extent. I don't know. I really, I kind of don't. I kind of don't. But most people feel like it's so far fetched. Why would people even think about that? Because population control. It's in a sense that we're just like the way that we do it now. That that makes sense. What do you mean? But if you, you just like, now? but like if you just killed off people like a lot people yeah if something like that happened for population control yeah i could see how it's a little bit extreme but mm -hmm. otherwise i think we're i think we're chilling as long as we do performing mass genocide on people which so there's, you, there's you definitely prefer mass it be done on, but... in a slick way yeah we're, we're, we're telling me you doing this for your own good but in essence it's population control yeah yeah as long as we're not having some mass genocide, which there are still mass genocides yeah, going on is. at this time. I mean, but um, especially when the population control is targeted towards a certain ethnic group or yeah. population or region of the world. Yeah. That's the same thing. It's, it's a genocide. Bit, it's a little bit weird. Weird. It's. It's not necessarily, I'm not trying to say it's innate and God created it and he put it there. I'm just saying it's possible that these things occur. I think there would occur even if we didn't do anything. Yeah. There was no Planned Parenthood or... I mean, that's what viruses are for. <laughs> that's what COVID's for. That's we got, we're going to do overpopulated. COVID was... No. The answer to the cleansing of the land. Um, well, that's kind of what it did. I mean, we're it's unfortunate. So this is a part of the plague. Uh, well, I don't think it was purposely like done by humans, and it's been proven that it's not a purposeful thing. So it was a divine humans. intervention. But I'm saying to get everybody's attention. I think that uh COVID is kind of uh, a little bit timely. He said, "Oh, COVID was timely, but wow. not in a sense that like, oh, people planned it." No, I'm saying like the universe and the energies just came together and was like, "It's getting too crowded over here. Let's go ahead and do this." Uh, is it really? <laughs> it's not getting crowded, but I I'm still saying, don't think it's crowded. It's not crowded in a sense, but mm. we're doing. They're they're getting a little too out of hand over here. Let me. Yeah, like, I don't think that the world is crowded we're not overpopulated yet some people might be i don't think we're that extreme 
Yes, I think, especially over here, we still waste food and throw food away. Um, yes. Okay. So we're, I mean, based on this, I'm just looking at what this is. I would even question that. Um, this is a predictor that by 20, 21. Next year. No, 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 no. Not 2021. 2021. 2100. Okay. Yeah. The 22nd, was it, 22nd century? Yes. The world population will be 11.2 billion. That's it? Yeah. Oh, okay. What do you mean? That's it. That's a lot of people. We're just at like 7.7 billion now. Yeah, but I was thinking it would be like 100 billion or something. No. You're, you're, Populating like double the death rate. <laughs> you got to think the more people you have, the you know more people die. Oh, that is right. But I was just trying to see about the, the capacity that the Earth could actually support. I forgot what it's called. It's called the J curve. That's what it's called. You said the J curve. Is that what it's called? The J curve. <laughs> S curve. I'm not sure what it's called. I'm talking about based on resources, yeah, not to the point wherein because most of these things are done based on the current setup. Oh, meaning when they say we're doing population control, we're doing population control based on what's developed right now. Oh, because you got to think there is I, that would be a question. I didn't even want to put it out there. I would just guesstimate that. That's a stretch. <laughs> That's a stretch. <laughs> but I mean, I'm 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 just gonna say maybe fifty percent of the 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 land has been developed. That might be a stretch. It might be thirty. Fifty percent of thirty percent the actual thirty percent of the actual land on the planet has been developed. That's a stretch. Yeah, it might I'd be say, less than that. I think it'd be a little bit less than that. So if we haven't oh, even develop developed majority of the land and resources you know i'm pretty sure that the I planet can just, sustain more people yeah i think it just well sustain more people Even in sustain. a way that like would be healthy for people to live what do you mean healthy because i mean like me let's be real climate change might actually kill us um well, I feel like, okay, just because there's enough land, like, yeah, we can sustain people, but the conditions of Earth by that time or by a certain time is going to be like, it's okay, based on humans can't pollution. live here. Pollution and just heating up. Okay. Because, I mean, you know, after it heats up and the disasters come and then, you know, you get toe up every few she seconds. Said you get toe up. After a while, you're going to be like, I can't stay here. <laughs> so, um, I think that's something to take into account. I mean, like, we can fit a lot of people if we really tried. If you also, if you did it in a way I, that's I like honestly believe there's seven billion people on the planet right now, 7.7. .7. You probably can put all those people in Africa and still thrive, still thrive, mm -hmm. like thrive, like comfortably, comfortably. Not even what about people per like square? There is a like, lot of undeveloped land. In Africa. But also, you got to think the about the continent of Africa. You got to think about like the way we 
like house people. Like, you mm-hmm. know, we could like literally preserve rainforests and stuff if we just built tree houses. Or just altered our way of living. Or just like altered our way of living. Like you don't have to have like luxury. If some people are not aren't are okay with not having luxury property and want to live in a tree house, that'd be kind of cool to develop like a tree house community. (laughs) She said tree house community. Or who would live there? People who would want to live there. People there is I know people who probably want to live in tree houses who wouldn't mind. Yeah, yeah. You have people living in tiny houses. And traveling across the world for years on end in vans and living out of that, I think there's a, a probably a portion of the population that wants to live in a treehouse. Okay. I I mean to live in the treehouse forever. I don't know. Again, it's, it's well, I, mean, like, I guess it's all what you, you will be, be accustomed to if yeah. you were brought up that that was the norm. Then okay, yeah, but. Uh, you could have luxury treehouses. <laughs> I mean, there are luxury treehouses. I'm pretty sure they're out there. There, I've seen some luxury treehouses. I've seen some luxury caves. I've seen some interesting things. Yes. Um. So that'd be kind of cool. It's all in what people would be comfortable with, um, in that environment to you know to preserve it, as you say, cottage core, but make it a treehouse. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I can see it happening. I, can, uh, I think that would be see it happening, cute. But uh, would the masses accept it? I don't know. I don't think the masses would be like into it, but I think it would take care of a partial population if that makes any sense. But the whole thing is, but if, care, if but... everybody in, in China and New York are still using fossil fuels and burning up the, the ozone, it don't even matter what you do in your treehouse. They're going to come get you. Has to be a collective. Has to be a collective move to change how you affect the climate. I guess it does make sense. But I do feel like the planet will take care of itself. Well, that's the point. It is taking care of itself. We're just panicking because we can't go along with it. Yeah, I mean, we'll adapt. You think we would? I mean, well, you know what? If it was, if it was a little bit slower, I think we could. I mean, a little slower. If climate change was happening at a slower pace, I'm sure we could just, you know. Evolution would do its thing. And I'm sure a few people out there are probably gonna. When you said the climate change, it gets hotter. Yes. As it gets hotter, um, the sea levels reduce. No, sea levels actually go up. up. Yeah, they rise. Because the polar caps start to melt. Thus, All the fresh water in Florida is gone. Um, thus, requiring us to adapt to other methods yeah and you said you don't think it's slow enough yeah for us to keep up yeah because mm. right now we're at a point where if we don't you know it's like i think it's like seven years i think that's the last think, not seven years before it's like irreversible like you can't like reverse anything any effects like or whatever any um, effects of the damage that's already been done yeah mm. like if we were to just like okay imagine if we if we just cut off fossil fuels for like a day I don't know how much that would improve. That would be kind of interesting. That'd be me, world experiment. Um, um, you said to use no fossil fuels. Imagine for... if we just didn't use fossil fuels for a day. No one drove their car. <laughs> no one drove their car. Factories just shut down for a second. I mean, you got to think about the. What would happen? Well, then think about that. The carbon um, imprint 
that has been made by COVID. COVID shut the world down. Yeah. For several days. Yeah. I remember someone shut. That was before before the fires came in mm. like in Los Angeles. The sky was clear for the first time. So I so mean that was kind of cool. Thus, you have had some kind of improvement. But obviously, so you has have. your timeline been thrown off? You're right. <laughs> You're right. I don't know. That's interesting. That whole. I don't know about a few the... days. But not, of course, it wasn't the whole world, but like in a certain area, a certain region. What place did not shut down? I ain't say all at one time. That's what I'm saying. Like if everything just shut up at one but time, even what would happen? If the majority of the places did shut down for, for a period, uh, for at least like 14 days, you might have had a lot of people not doing anything. So it had to have some kind of effect on this climate change. It's most worth researching to see what change did COVID do to the climate? We hmm. might have to write an extra essay for the diploma and be like, so here's my uh, bonus <laughs> bonus, bonus essay. Um, yeah. I'm gonna have to read this to see how many people maybe the I planet can, can actually. Hold. Let me see. Let me Based do some research and development over here, over yonder uh, as well. CO2 and because I fresh air because I think all that matters. You know, the science behind it all. Science. But you know, who knows? I don't know. I don't even think I'll be around that long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you got some places where it's definitely overpopulated, um, and then you got some places where your your per capita person is 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 ridiculously low. <laughs> so hey, we never know. It's definitely worth looking into, finding out where we stand and um, what the near future will be like mm-hmm. for some of our peoples indeed uh, i'm about to say a legacy but our what was that called our lineage a lineage yeah. lineages yeah. gene uh, i forgot how do you pronounce it yeah. Geno- gene genealogy something like that yeah it's See, a family tree but. yeah the family what is the family tree goes backwards i'm talking about going forward oh, okay well trees only go backwards Pretty sure there's a term for it, but it escapes me right now. So that's that. All right, well, we're going to take a break and then we will continue with our show for today. So today's show is brought to you by our lovely friends at Anchor slash Spotify. Woo! Oh my gosh, we got to talk about our Spotify wrapped. Your Spotify what? Your Spotify wrapped. Your year. Your did you not get one of those? What is that? Your Spotify wrapped. What's a Spotify wrap? Oh, no, I don't oh know what no, you're talking about. Father. All right. Well, we'll be right back while she tells me what this is. Oh, 
Okay, and we're back to continue today's discussion, which has taken a shift. Yes, because I have introduced him to I introduced. Yes, I have introduced you. I put you on today. She put me on to yes. Spotify, who was our host that you heard about, which yes, is sir. Anchor and Spotify, the same thing. Yes. They own them. Um, the rap. So, um... Your top five songs yes. that you listen to the most, or I guess the one that they said was your most influential song you listened to for 2020. Mine was um, the song that I listened to at the beginning of the year, not when the album came out, but um, the lead singer of The Neighborhood, he released an album in 2019 that I had no idea about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's like January, and I'm looking through music because obviously it's 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 New Year, you know. We we dig into the New Year, and uh, I see his little his little EP album here, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my gosh! So I listen to the whole thing, and there's a song called "Girls and Boys" that I just fell in love with. Okay. That was my number one song this entire year. And it, girls and boys. Yes, girls and boys. By who? Jesse. Jesse. Yes. And he's one of the neighborhood. Yeah, kids. he's the he's the lead singer. The lead singer. Oh, he spent off. He got his own thing. Yeah. Okay, so he left the band. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't. He didn't leave the band, but like he has a separate. How then you left the band? He didn't leave the band. If you did <laughs> a solo a project, he has solo so projects. It's a solo project, and the band played in the background, but they don't get credit for it. I mean, no, the band didn't help him with that. This is a separate okay, thing. So he, he, he didn't solo. I mean, he has a solo, but he's still a part of the band. So the neighborhood is a band. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So that girls and boys was your most influential song that yes. you listen to the most which is interesting yes and apparently i found a 313 new artists this year found a home meaning so. that i found like the songs that i saved like these were not artists that i ever come across which is nice because that means i was nice and expansive mm-hmm. with my decisions and okay. i really i really enjoyed that um as well as, first of all, I did not know. Okay, one of the things that on here that threw me off was uh, there's like something about genres. Like it's, it goes through how many genres like you went mm-hmm, through that you listen to. And the way that it says you listen to 228 genres this year, including 44 new ones. There's I mean, that many genres in music. Yeah, I guess that's a little. It's a little what? It's a little expansive. That's a little. Yeah, my top genres apparently was modern rock, pop, pop rap, viral rap, and lo-fi beats. So, okay, that's that's nice. Um, it's pretty cool and such. Yep, girls and boys really just. Oh wow. That's interesting. Yes, by Jesse. My first stream was on January 30th. <laughs> Your first stream. I'm trying to think what I was going through on February 26th that made me just listen to it that many times. That's interesting. You listen to a variety of things. And Thus. then number two on the list is 1942. 
1942. By G-Eazy. Um, G-Eazy. I'm tripping. He stole somebody's name and they still talk <laughs> about that dude. It's Jeezy, man. How you gonna steal somebody's name? I thought it was... You said G-Eazy. I understand Yeah. That. But it's still Jeezy. Jeezy is an artist. Like, with without the dash? Without the dash. G-Eazy created his name to sound like Jeezy. Seems about right, but... Uh, but he just said G, put a hyphen, his, his, and his easy. Young Gerald. He could have he just been Young Gerald, but... I'm like, wow. He's, yeah. And Rip Off by Jesse, which is literally a Rip Off. Tables by Joey Trapp, which I'm kind mm. of ashamed because that says a lot about me. Um, Joey Trapp. Yes. And then Float by Eden, which has been in my top. Listen to a lot of alternative music. Yes, I'd say. Yeah. Um, that is interesting that. Hmm. Artists and songs are interesting. And most of my music, the decade that it came from was the uh, 2000s. So 2000s. early and... Well, it says a lot about who you are and yes. the age range, I guess. Because mine would be the 90s, I guess. Oh, wow. My uh, top artists, of course, we all know. Neighborhood. She said the neighborhood. neighborhood but that's not an artist. It's well, a group. Band. Um, and then followed by Black Bear and Jeezy. Black Bear. Yes, my beloved Matthew. Uh, she said Black Bears. Black, Black Bear. Wow. Uh, I love him. He has a little. He has a baby now. Hmm. I love that. I love that so much. That's interesting. Interesting. Yep. I liked it. I, I I was so intrigued with my little rap playlist, but at the same time, kind of like expected it. Kind of not surprised. Mm. I just like to see statistics. Yes. Well, it was interesting when I looked at this that they said my top song that I listened to the most was actually somebody I went to school with, and I would have never thought that. Really? Yes. Oh my goodness, Mr. Anthony Hamilton. Uh, oh, the wow. point of it all. I would have never thought that I listened to it that much, but apparently, uh, based on Spotify, <laughs> it played a lot of times in rotation. Oh wow! Um, that song itself, yeah. the point of it all. Although I do like the song, you know, it's a good little song. Um, other song was uh, "Unravel Me" by Sabrina. What's her name? Sabrina. <laughs> Is that her name? Caldi or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I've seen it. On the little, yeah. The little screen in the car. She said the screen in the car. Yes. Yeah. That's how I discover most of your music, to be honest. Most of my music. It's in uh, the car. It's in the car. Yes. Yeah, when it's not Sunday. Caldio. C-A-C-L-A-U-D-I-O. Wow. Yeah, she was the number two song, Unravel Me. I still like that song, too. Another one was from the 90s was Music Soul Child, Let Us See, and D'Angelo. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like those people. D'Angelo. Uh, of course, my top artist is J-Moss. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. J-Moss and Kim 
her let us see Anthony oh god Hamilton. her <laughs> you and your her yeah, i like that chick. i would have thought her would probably be more than yeah you know, i've heard so I much to J Moss a lot i've heard a lot yes that's interesting that this your music taste is a little it's a little versatile you got some versatility to you uh, mm. when i say versatility i mean in a sense that for you i would say it's changed because there's no i mean i like um they don't put no i guess no <laughs> pop, well they did talk about podcasts oh they do yeah, Just yeah. For briefly though. briefly um the bench podcasting uh was um joel osteen oh really yeah yeah and so, i don't know said i listened to him for like six hours one time Uh oh. <laughs> i remember that i actually remember when i was doing it too i was binge listening to um joel osteen and that's all i was listening to when i was going back and forth uh, when I started, though, I was listening to Joe oh, Osteen. Okay. Because his, his things are so short. Like oh, 20 yeah. minutes, 30 minutes, and then so you'd be busy. over. I'm like, okay. okay. So, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, gospel. And then, you know, I like music that says something, has some words in it. Poetry. But there's no there's no hip-hop in here. None. Yeah. Zero. That's, that's what I'm looking at that's different. That there's no hip hop in my song. What are your top genres out of all those? This would be gospel and um, soul music. Oh, okay. This Anthony, Lettucey, Cam, they are neo soul. Yeah. And because they're more feel good music and it's music with a message. Yeah. You know, her, she's a little different. You know, I don't know if she's conscious too, but then there's no. And I listen to Jay Moss, Tamla Man, little I don't really like Kurt Franklin, but the mall the mall <laughs> yeah. dude. He, he well see a lot of this has been late, but I guess they're looking at from January. Yeah. So I think Starts from- mine started January the eighth. Mm-hmm. First streaming song. That's interesting, but scary. Scary. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that means you're tracking what I'm listening to. Yes. And I didn't ask you to do that. No. I need to check to see if there's a way to opt out of this going into 2021. Hmm. Well, that's just. Or I'm wondering if someone else has a tracker um, and our podcast show. <laughs> Was their number one binge? I How would like that? that. I would like to think so. Then I, I can go with this track. <laughs> he said I can go with this tracking if it involves us. Yes, but other than that, I guess I guess it's all in something to do. People ain't got nothing else to do. Yeah, I mean, one comes out every year, so tells you what you've been listening to. Yeah, well, summary got the, the missed hits <laughs> on record. Yep, which mm. I was like, um, what is that? Has there ever been a song that I like you've like listened to over and over again? It becomes like a really nice, you know, go to song, and then you realize what the actual meaning is to it, and you're like, oh, it's a little bit of a, an epiphany. A song that you listen to, then you go back and listen to it. Like you listen, like you listen to it as just like a pleasurable, enjoy, enjoyable experience, and then you actually sit down and like listen to the lyrics and deeply like kind of analyze it a little bit not like deeply analyze it but you just like notice a few things and you're it completely changes your perspective on the song Mm. 
changes the perspective. Well, no, I, don't, I don't know if there's a song like that. Now, there have been songs that I've listened, that I know and I've listened to that people really like. But then I'm like, have you ever really listened to that song? Because it's a song. I'm trying to think of it. This escaped me. It's by a guy. The old group called Guy. Uh, Aaron Hall, Teddy Riley, and it's another good song. Um, and they love this song. Women love this song. But it's not a good song. Sounds good, but at the very... It's one of those songs at the very beginning of the song. Is it I maybe don't leave me or something? I'm gonna I'm gonna get this song, I'm gonna Google it. But at the very beginning of the song, the song is coming on, yeah, and they're singing like the hooks, and then Aaron Hall calls the girl a dumb bee very lightly. Yeah. Then people they go on and sing the song. So I'm yeah. like, okay. I definitely think I know what you're talking about because Someone mentioned it. I'm like, okay, y'all love this song, but he just called you. He just he dumb just... <laughs> at the very beginning of the song. Yeah, but y'all love this song. Yeah, I'm like, okay, okay, it's crazy. But yeah, that's one of some of them songs I've heard and people like, and I don't understand why they like it when it's either demeaning or it's just I just don't get it. Yeah, but as far as me hearing a song and I've been listening to it, and then I go back. And then it changes me because me. Not necessarily it changes you, but it changes your perspective of like, okay, wait, what have I been listening to this entire time? Well, see, I'm a little different because or when I first hear a song, the first thing I listen to is the beat. Yeah. But after I listen to the beat, I listen to the words. I'm a, I'm a lyrics. If I don't like the lyrics, the beat could have been hot. I'm still not going to listen to it. Yeah. Because it's just not, I'm not feeling what they're saying. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm lyrics. Sometimes, depending on who the artist is, the first time I hear it, I listen to what they say. Yeah. I think Andre 3000, doesn't matter what he's on, I'm listening to what he got to say. Yeah. Although, with people, he let me down. Oh, he let you down. He let me down on this last one with Goody Mob. I don't know if they just, I ain't going to say they caught him on a bad day. He just didn't give me enough. He didn't deliver. He delivered, but he ain't give me enough. It's like, okay, man. <laughs> I'm missing but a little the few whole things song, the package. The whole song was like watered down. I'm like, okay, man. I could have gave me a little more than this. Because this dude been gone for a minute. Yeah. Then he come back and he just dropped this. I'm like, oh, okay. Alright. I mean, it's still classic him. Yeah. But I was expecting him a to drop some little. jewels. Yeah, because after a while, you know. Yeah. People like Eden, I definitely, or just, I don't know. For me, it's like songs that of like the neighborhood, I definitely you can definitely turn on a song on a song and I kind of know pretty much the lyrics because I definitely went through a phase where that was all like I mean I still that's kind of is I am still in that phase in that phase where I'll just go through and listen to the neighborhood for the day you know okay. go through other music um so I could you can cut on a song and I kind of know it so most of their songs like I listen to the lyrics because I want to learn the lyrics I want to know what you're talking about so okay. I can you know spit them but so she um, wants to regurgitate them yes. Okay. With Eden, I want to hear the story because all of his songs there's tell a there's a storyline to them. Mm -hmm. Um, but basically, this I just dawned upon me because I was listening to Grandson today. Grandson is this don't know that this rock artist rock uh, who I discovered maybe what year was that? 
2019, early mm-hmm. 2019, freshman this is year. Soft rock. No, 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 definitely not soft rock. <laughs> not like soft rock. Heavy metal. Not heavy metal, but like that in between. Okay. Um, and I was listening. You know, he he was one of those people who I I just like I admired his. I don't know. It was a bold. He had a he has a, a really bold way of displaying his music. Mm-hmm. Anyways. The central idea around his songs is just like issues that have to do with today. Okay. So, like, basically, a lot of issues that have to do with today, um, and just current problems. And he makes songs about them. They're really cool. Um, but they have a very dark mm. tone to them. Extremely dark tone to them. If you actually listen to them, that's what happened. Was. I listen to a lot of his music and I, you know, it's one of those things where it's not necessarily like I don't pay attention to it, but but like I would always write to these songs whenever okay. I was like, you know, get motivated. Yeah. By them. And one day I was standing in my mirror and I was listening to his songs and I decided that, you know what, maybe I'm going to listen a little bit closely today. I think my brain just subconsciously, subconsciously decided that I was going to listen closer today because it was just any other day for me. Mm-hmm. And there's a song called Despicable that he has. And I used to love it. I mean, like, I still like it. Mm. But, um, like, the message in the song is about somebody who, like, gets into a relationship, but they don't think the other person, he, like, does, he, he feels like he doesn't deserve love. Uh-huh. Because, you know, the word despicable means deserving hatred and contempt. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the song, it's like his, like, what does it say? Something about his skin growing pale and cold. And then the person that he's in a relationship, they get a letter in the mail. And it's like, I'm doing you a favor. (laughs) And I just realized in that moment that, okay, you just off yourself for this person because you hate yourself so much and you feel like you deserve hate so much that they shouldn't be with you that you just basically just died. Um, it was like hmm. a little bit traumatic. And then there was another song called dark side. And I don't know why it took me so long to understand like what the meaning behind it about. It's about school shooting. Okay. Um, and it's about a kid who has terrible, you know, background, and then he just comes in school and basically destroys everybody. Mm, so there's That's, a song about a school shooting. Yes. And like it took me a while after a few listens, like, you know, I just like the way the song sounds. But then when I listened to the lyrics, I was like, oh my God, this is literally about a kid shooting up a school. Oh mm. my God. And then there's a song called War, which is pretty nice. Yeah. So this sounds like songs that have sometimes misleading. Um, ideas, but when you listen to them, you're like, "Oh, okay, wow." Yeah, that was, it was not what that was I not was what I was. With. Yeah, and it it was kind of interesting because I was like, "Oh, that's that's a lot to take in." Yeah. Think about it. Um, of course, you know, he just wrote a song about school shooting. <laughs> um, wow. But was it a glorifying it or a? Like no, I was there in the moment. It was. Type mo- it's of... more of like an awareness type thing. Okay. Like yeah. this is happening. Let's let me make an art out of it. 
It's yeah. not necessarily like make. It's not definitely not glorifying it because it's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit harsh. Um, but no, no, he has very enjoyable music. But at the same time, it's like you are listening to something that's very, you know, dark at the same time. Dark undertones, but not even undertones because they're very much there in the lyrics. If you read the lyrics or listen to it, um, right. Yeah. So, which leads me to this is what I was going with. When I was talking about um, these are songs that um, that don't mean what you think they mean. Yeah. Okay. Like this song by uh, the Police. Every breath you take. Huh? Every breath you take. Oh. Every move you make. People tend to think it's a love song. Yeah. But that's what it's not about. Yeah, it's about a possessive and a controlling stalker. Yeah, but <laughs> when everybody listens to it, they think it's a love song. Yeah, that like he's just really into me. Yeah, <laughs> no, there's also a song by Grandson called "Blood Water." Blood, blood and water. Um, yeah, and that's about like the thing is, I listen to it, but I still can't really figure out what, what it's about. Saying? It's like after all of a certain thing, animosity between something, what's gonna happen when someone goes for like I think it's mm. someone that when it goes for someone in your family. Yeah. Okay. It reminds me of a mafia. That's that's a mafia? that's that's kind of what I think of it as. Like a, a mafia thing of like a family who's a fr- of criminals mm-hmm. that you mess with them, but then you go yeah, and it's just that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. But I can't exactly figure out what he's specifically talking about. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you look at like geniuses or like the she said geniuses, is that what is that what it's called? What when you like, I think that's what it's called. When you look at like some songs have like a genius thing where you can look at what the artist said about the song, how they came up with it, everything behind, you know, the mm-hmm. meaning behind their songs and stuff. I like to look at those because. Jesus, or are they analyzing to see exactly what they were trying to say? Yeah, it's like a third party perspective. It's it's basically just um, an interview with the artist on the song Mm. and like how they got the idea, where it came from, writing it, all that. Yeah, what does it truly mean? But I like straightforward. They go through. They go through each line and. Um, Although I do like metaphors and how they, you know, make it colorful in I'm their a, art. I'm a very figurative language but kind I like of person. Straightforward. You seem like a very raw you individual, know. which is that makes sense. Logical, rational. Give me the facts. Uh, let me paint the picture, um, and then go from there. I need. Um, I have to make everything colorful and everything a lot more. Uh, appealing than it actually is because that's what I have fun with and I think that's Especially, part of my art. I mean, if you're involving lyrics, then yeah, it needs to be clear. Yeah, that's what I like. Now, if it's just music, jazz, or um, classical, then it paints its own picture based on the music and tone. Yeah. And I mean, coming for someone who like writes poetry for her you know free time like i am the most <laughs> metaphorical said. person metaphorical. that i know because people will read this and be like what does that mean okay what are you trying to say and i'm like 
Well, sometimes poetry is written in that fashion for them to get what they need from what you say. I mean, I've read some very straight up raw poetry and it's just like, oh my God, okay. Yeah, that, but that's... still someone can read it and get something else out. I think poetry should be not necessarily open. Yeah, it's interpretive. It's open-ended. Although this is what I was feeling, but you could get something else out of it. Unless I'm writing about a specific thing. Yeah. An emotion. But if I'm just trying to be out here and draw you in, and that creates dialogue for people. What was he thinking? Yeah. A hundred years from now, (laughs) they're looking at it, trying to figure it out. I hope that someday people take my poetry and analyze Uh it in English class. In English class. She wants to be in class. Yes. Read it. Read it. What does it say? Okay. All right. So that's that's influential art at its finest. Uh, okay. I can dig it. I can dig it. Uh, uh, it's always possible. You have to publish it first. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, one more question. During the quarantine, what was on repeat? What was on repeat? Yeah. Music was on repeat. Oh, Lord. Okay. Uh, Oh, God, who did I listen to the absolute most that I can remember? Um, hmm, that's actually a decent question. Okay. I definitely had a lot. Ooh. I'm trying to think because there's different genres of music, of music that I think I listen to. I listen to more rap during that time period than probably anything. And just like I didn't really have I me. Mean, let's go to my quarantine playlist. Guys. Yeah, quarantine playlist. Not necessarily my quarantine playlist, but I definitely did have a playlist that I listened to uh, during that time period. That is probably relevant <laughs> to cold, cold pollen. Cold pollen. Yeah, because it was during the springtime. Okay. I had more like alternative rock. Oh, oh yeah, there it is. I don't know why I was obsessed with Baby No Money. Baby No Money. Wow. Yeah. On repeat. Obsessed for obsessed. what? Baby Every... No Money quarantine. I don't understand. It fits, it fits but like I don't. I can't even begin to tell you why I was obsessed. Okay. I he just say. has some. He has some nice kind of like. I don't know. Kind of funny to listen okay. to. That makes any sense. Very entertaining. I would say. Him and Young Gravy. Him and Young Gravy. <laughs> ah, I yeah. would go with Charles Jenkins. Charles Jenkins. Charles Jenkins. I think I've War. Seen him. Oh. Gospel singer. Oh. This means war. Okay. I, I, was, think... ready, I was ready to go to war. <laughs> he said, I was upset about it. Not necessarily. Just, I was just taking it as okay. You took. The first strike. Now I have to strategize and come back. This is war. Now I still haven't been able to strike back. Yeah, but he's still waiting on his debut. Yeah, <laughs> his yeah. debut. I'm still, waiting still waiting to waiting you know debut. attack. You know, I'm still strategizing. I got the plan, but we just can't execute it. it. Right now. Can't execute soon. Yeah, it's coming soon. War. It's time for war. 
He's ready uh, for someone to sign off on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to get my budget right. <laughs> Trying to right. get Congress to approve. Right. Hey, man, they already on struck. I'm ready to go. But, you know, hey, you can't go to war without all the parties agreeing. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I heard that question. I was like, man, what was I listening to during quarantine? Yeah, it was a whole lot of. Charles Jenkins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Person, oh. What a man. He said, What a man. Yeah. Yeah, he's a cool dude. He's a young dude, too. In oh, Chicago. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, out of Chicago. All right. Well, that has been our show for today. Yes. Uh, about honeybees, population control, and what we've been listening to. Yes. Because we're wrapping up the year. Of course. We got some lots, lots of reflection to go over. Oh, mm-hmm. my goodness gracious. Yeah. We got, what, three more weeks yep. and then it's over? Yep. Going into 2021. Yep. Uh, it be interesting. And nobody's making any resolutions right now. No one's <laughs> saying 2021 is my year. Everybody is scared. Scared. We're all traumatized. I'm still on pause. We still are on so pause. traumatized. I haven't seen not one tweet or anything. Anyone be like, 2021 You need to start this next week. Put it out there and see what kind of response so, you get. What's going to be your resolution? They're going to be like, Resolutions with 2021. Okay. All right. Well, in the meantime, in between time, check out all of our social platforms. Yes. Go check out our Instagram, Yumi Casting, our Twitter, our website. Me and you are, you and me. Oh, gosh, guys. You and me, ourlifejourney.com. Go support our Patreon and share our show with friends, family. Share, share. Make your pets listen to us. They'll listen. Uh, just put it on playing. Even if you got to walk away, just let it play. Yep. Have yeah. it as background noise. Background White noise. noise. Uh, other than that, man, stay safe. Be easy. Peace.